girl ahead um, with me, Steph. Uh, we don't have Nicole this week, but we do have a guest. Um, welcome, Ryan. Hey, good to be here. Uh, Ryan's had um, his own growth stories and um, different things he's gone through that have um, challenged him, impacted him, um, and helped him like just be the person that he is today. So um, we're going to hear more about Ryan and his fitness journey. It should be noted that we're cousins also. Yes, I should mention that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, where to begin? Um, I guess my fitness fitness journey probably started about five years ago, I want to say. Um, obviously, you don't like anything else. You don't really know what you're doing kind of when you get into it. Um, but I kind of just went full steam ahead right into it. Um, and kind of with, you know, the expectation that I would know, or I would figure it out kind of along the way, but I just wanted to kind of get started and get rolling because I mean, it just came to a point where I guess I knew it was time for a change and what better, better way to make a change than just to up and make it. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of how I got started. I just got sick of. I don't know, just a lot of things that I was doing, habits, people I was hanging around with, foods I was eating, you know, all that stuff. I'm sure a lot of people can relate, so. Was there any anything, like, going on within you or maybe at the time that you started that really just made you go, yeah, this is what I want to do? Um, no, not, not from the beginning, not... To, uh, like to the point that I'm at now um, because I just got my um, personal trainer certification at the end of January. Getting that was quite quite the feat. I mean, with everything COVID-related in 2020 is when I started that. And then um, my wife was pregnant, I think about five months when I started. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to bang this out, you know, and uh, – you know, four months and be done with it, and then and the baby will be here and everything will be good. Obviously, that didn't quite happen. Uh, it took a lot longer, and, you know, the baby was a real challenge in trying to get it. But, um, you know, it ended up taking me probably like nine months. Um, so that's where I'm at now. But, I mean, when I started, I didn't really have the vision of, you know, I, I didn't get into it being like, I'm going to be a personal trainer. That's That wasn't really my goal. It was kind of just, I needed to make a change. So that was that was kind of what pushed me. And through doing it, working out and eating better, um, is that kind of where you wanted to be the personal trainer that you're kind of becoming, just going through that process? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was kind of just like, you know, once you hit one milestone, you're like, oh, I can do that, you know? So then you just kind of, you know, make new goals and hit new milestones. And it's like, okay, well, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, or it wasn't, I mean, it was, it was always difficult. It was hard. It should be hard. Um, cause then it's worth it. But, um, you know, it's just kind of like one thing after another and it, it kind of helps build your confidence. And, and I 
started to see like, you know, I'm pretty good at, at some of this stuff. And like, I don't just like dabble in it, you know, I kind of really go for it. And when I do that, I, I do pretty well at it. So it's like, well, let's see how far this thing can kind of go. And, um, and then from there, I think I just kind of developed more of a, like a love for it and started adapting it into my lifestyle. So you have, you and I have talked about, um, motivation a little bit and do you think there's a difference between motivation and passion or do you think the two can kind of coincide um i think they're two different things for sure i mean you can i don't know it's almost like you can be passionate about something which usually implies that you have some sort of a talent for it as well so i think it's it's almost it comes a little bit easier. And then uh, I guess motivation, I don't know. I guess what I always tell people about motivation is that it fades, you know? So I would probably want to make more of a comparison between motivation and discipline. And then I think after the motivation is gone, that's when the discipline kicks in. And that's kind of where you truly see, you know, if you do have a passion for something, because if you do, your discipline will help push you towards that. Whereas if you're just, you know, motivated, you know, watching the videos and everything for a couple of weeks, you know, eventually I think that kind of, kind of drops off. So what advice would you give to somebody when trying to implement discipline and trying to get on the right path? Uh, do all the shit that you don't like to do. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's a, that's a big part of it is just, I guess, kind of figuring out how to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. And then, you know, it's kind of like my own journey where it's like, well, okay, I, I was able to do this. You know, what else can I do? I kind of had that same mindset towards the uncomfortable stuff as well. So, um, it's like, you know what, I, I don't want to work out today. So like, let's get real David Goggins like, and let's go five miles in the rain, of course, you know, and it's like, okay, well, I did that. That was uncomfortable, kind of sucked, but I know that I can do, do that now. So let's keep doing it. And it just kind of perpetuates itself, I think. Do you think like pushing yourself and putting yourself through like obstacles and challenges um, is ultimately what keeps you going in terms of just experiencing different things and learning different things? Partially. I mean, it's a, it's definitely a, um, a driving factor, I guess you could say. Um, I guess some of, I have a few different things that kind of push me, I guess in terms of like trying to hit goals or be the person that I want to be. Um, number one is like, yeah, that, like what you said, that doing the hard things and whatever. Um, I think the, the biggest thing for me that, that pushes me is, is like, um, I guess I found out what like my why is, you know, and I know if some people don't really know what the hell I'm talking about. I mean, there's lots of videos and stuff about it, but like the more you get into like this motivational mindset, you kind of start searching for things to help motivate you and keep motivating you. 
probably stumble upon that, but I mean, it's, it's, it's just the thing that pushes you when you can't push yourself almost is how I would describe it. And it's, it was no easy task finding it for myself. Um, I kind of knew that it was out there. I didn't know what it was at first, but I knew that like the constant, like working towards it, it would eventually be like, like a catalyst to help me discover what it was. So like the why was a huge thing and it still remains a huge thing that pushes me. Um, I don't know if I want to go too in depth on what exactly it is. Um, because I think it's, it should be a pretty personal thing for people. But I mean, that's, that's the biggest motivating factor. And then I think the, the second one on top of that, if I guess if I'm being honest is, um, I mean, at this point, I'm going to be 35 in a month, and I feel like a lot of my 20s were kind of wasted, maybe even part of the early 30s. So it's like I'm almost like playing catch-up, you know, like I'm trying to make up for lost time, basically. Um, but I don't let that, like, I don't, like, dwell on that either. It's not like I, I dwell on, on the past or the things that I fucked up or whatever. But, I mean, it's always present, it's always there, and it always kind of, it's like a reminder, basically, to keep me on track and, you know, remind me of what I don't want to be. And then I use my why to push me towards what I do want to be, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's a lot about uh, what Simon Sinek says, too, finding your why. And Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is important, just because, you know, there's a point to the reason you wake up every day. I mean, you know, you don't just do it just because, I mean, you know, there's a driving factor deeper down. Yeah. And it's a thing too, that I like, as I start to get more clients with personal training, you know, like that's, I, I let them know up front. That's kind of a thing that I'm interested in, you know, the mental part, the emotional part, like, so I'm, I'm an open book when it comes to that. And I, and I try to discuss the why with them and, and, um, a lot of people, it's like, obviously, people who are parents and have kids, their why, obviously, is, you know, their kids. That's a that's a big part of it. But I always try to, to emphasize, maybe dig a little bit deeper past that, because there's probably going to be a little bit more that's even more personal. You know, just you alone. I mean, the kids thing, that's huge. But, I mean, if you really sit down and, th- and think about it and, and focus on it, you'll probably find a little bit more, a little bit deeper inside of there, too. Right. And I, I think, you know, more people should implement, you know, the mental side of it and, you know, show what that actually means and looks like just because so many people, you know, it's not just, you know, hey, I'm overweight or hey, whatever. Um, you know, sometimes people are in the state that they're in due to so many other things that like no one knows anything about. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, and it's not, it's not, yeah, the physical, like the physical part and the getting in shape part, like that's a, that's a huge part of it, but it's not the only part, but I think like once you start, I think that's probably the easiest point to start at, you know, it's because it's like, well, you look in the mirror and you're 20 pounds overweight, 50 pounds overweight, whatever it is. And you're like, well, I'm sick of this, you know, so I want to change it. And then you start seeing positive results and then it, 
it kind of trickles into like, like I said, what other parts can I change? And that's like the part that's really interesting because like, as you keep going, it's like you find that the people you talk to are different. The, the books that you read are different. Sometimes the music you listen to is different. All the, all the stuff that is being input starts to kind of change. Um, and I think that's a, like, that was a pretty big, important thing with me too. It's like, you know, I just kind of focused on, you know, me and what I really liked and kind of eliminated all the bullshit really. And it just, it just really, really helped. Like I said, like, I don't really follow anybody on Facebook anymore. I don't do like social media. It's like, I'm far too busy with other things, you know? So it's, it's kind of cool. It's, it's almost like freeing in a sense. Yeah. And, you know, especially if, you know, you're growing and moving in different directions and stuff and, you know, people or things don't, you know, serve you in a positive way or make you feel a certain way anymore. Like, you know, it's good that you're involved in other things that, you know, make you feel that way. Yeah, for sure. So how would you describe, like, what's your definition of growth? Like in any way? Um, it's a good question. <laughs> um, I would say just getting to a point where you're comfortable maybe pushing yourself past perceived boundaries. I mean, be it with whatever, you know, physical stuff. I mean, getting out of your comfort zone, um, you know, doing things like this for, for example, for me <laughs> is, uh, is a little bit challenging, but I mean, it, it's cool. I mean, it's, um, it's something different, you know, and it's something that, will probably benefit me. And it's just another thing that I can, I can, uh, hang on the list of accomplishments sort of thing, you know? So yeah, just really kind of pushing, pushing yourself to, to find out who you really are. You know, I think that's, that's what it is. And, and, and doing that through difficult, challenging struggles. I agree. What do you think? <laughs> um, I look at growth in like just so many different ways, and I think when people are first starting their journey, they think it's going to be like an upward, you know, scale that's just going to go up, and it's it's that like you know, there's right. going to be some days you don't want to work out, you don't even want to you know get ready for the day, like you're just not feeling it, and like you said, motivation fades. So, yeah, for sure, you're going to have days where, you know, you're just not going to be in that mind to just, you know, conquer things or whatever. But like you said, with discipline and like training yourself, like, hey, like, you know, we got to do this, you know, with consistency and everything else, um, you can go farther than, you know, you even think you can go. And through those experiences, I think you grow and learn and as you're moving through different stages, even it's crazy. Yeah. And I think those days that you're talking about are more numerous than not. I mean, even now still, I, I still have those days all the time, but I mean, it almost becomes part of your identity when you can push through them, you know, and it's just like, that's, that's what I do. I go to work when the work gets hard kind of thing. And, you know, 
it's it's not always going to be um you know a grand slam every day you know but you're still you're still doing the work and that that kind of gives you a sense of like um like pride in yourself you know so then you know that you can tackle it the next day and the next day and it's just like almost some days it's like going through the motions but it's like so what you know i just go through the motions and do it um because i mean you're just going to go further than you would if you just you know sat idly i agree and taking your emotions out of certain things and situations also sounds like you know painful to some people but you know you in some situations have to just because you're holding on to this part of the situation or whatever you're going through but like in order to move forward you have to go a different direction so sometimes you have to take the emotion out of it and just you have to think about like you know what's going to be good for you going forward yeah that's one thing that I think I uh, early on I definitely kind of struggled with because like I set my sights on something I was like my wife and I would joke she's like man you're like a like a robot you know like <laughs> not even like a like a real person when you like push like that so it um, that's definitely true but it's also at the same time a bit of a a little bit of a trap that you can fall in if you're not careful I definitely you know got close to falling into that a few times so. It's, I mean, you just got to keep things in perspective and I mean, it's, it's all about balance too, right? You know, I mean, you knowing what your priorities are and, and, um, you know, doing what's, what's best that suits those priorities. Right. No, I was just going to say, it's, it's kind of like, you know, with, um, with this business that I'm starting or whatever, you know, that's that's awesome. And, and it's a passion, you know, um, but yeah, is it pretty high on the list of my passions? Yeah. But is it my priority? No, you know, so, you know, that's obviously my family. Um, I want to be a good dad and a husband, you know, that's, that's number one for me. So I, I just always have to keep in the back of my mind, never to let, um, the other things get in the way, you know, keep number two at number two, and it gets the attention that it gets at number two and we'll do the best that we can with that. And it's not downplaying it at all, but it's just knowing where your priorities lie. And, you know, once those kind of get jumbled up, I think is when people kind of uh, get in trouble. I think you're right about that though, because when people don't know what their priorities are or, I don't know, especially with bad habits and things. Um, I know about those. <laughs> You know, like diving in deeper into those things instead of, you know, trying to find another outlet or trying to um, find another way to grow. And I, I think a lot of people get mixed up in that, in that, you know, I can do it myself. Like, it, you know, I'm good and whatever. And sometimes, you know, it's hard to admit that, you know, you are struggling or you don't have it. And... I think that's a big step in growth as well. Yeah. And I mean, I think another thing too is, you know, recognizing that fear and failure are not necessarily bad things. Um, it's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still pretty fearful of like these things that I embark on, especially with this business. Like what the hell do I know? You know, I didn't go to school for any, anything like that, you know, being a, a 
business owner or a, a trainer or whatever, you know, it's just all kind of like, it, it's just is what it is and it's what I'm doing. But I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm not afraid of failing at it. You know, I'm, I'm really not. It's just, um, I, I don't know. I just feel like I've done enough failing in the past and treated it the wrong way that I know, you know, how not to treat it. So if I fail now, it's more of just a learning opportunity than anything. And, you know, just move on to the next thing, I guess. Not that I want to fail at it, but, you know. Right, right. But, yeah, I think so many people are afraid to try because they think, you know, if I fail or whatever, you know, that's it. But it's not, you know, like right. you said, you can take something from that and move forward with that. Right. Yeah, I heard a interesting... I guess analogy about that and in terms of like lifting weights or whatever it's like you know somebody's like oh man i i can never get to 10 reps or whatever and it's like i'm such a failure he's like well why he's like you know isn't that isn't that the point you know to go until failure and then that's that's like how you build muscle and how you get strong you know you have to push yourself to that point so you know you can do it again well it's just like you know you can't <laughs> You can't deadlift 500 pounds your your first day. Like, that's just not right. what it is. Yeah. Oh, you know, you can't go all in day one. Like, it's, it's going to take time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Start where you are with what you have, because what you have is plenty, I believe. Eric Thomas said that. I think you're a fan of him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in terms of opportunities and what people see versus what they don't see um, and motivation. How do you feel about that? Um, like, like what, what people see me doing? Are, are you asking? Doing or just, I guess what you see like in different, like, what you see as opportunities that maybe other people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of like those things that are, that are tougher to find and like hidden in the shadows in terms of opportunities. Like, um, not, not to be like, you know, up on my high horse or anything, but like when, when all this COVID stuff started happening and, you know, everybody, you know, started locking themselves in their bathrooms and, you know, running out of fear, you know, whatever people did. I was like, man, this is like, yeah, it sucks. Like a few things are going to be closed, but like, I I felt like a lot of shit was going to start opening up for me. And I knew a lot of people would be kind of slacking or, you know, holding back during that time. So, I mean, like 2020 was probably honestly my best year just because I I feel like I I took advantage of those things that other people didn't want to take advantage of or I I used my time in ways that you know wasn't really being used like that that other people were using you know um it's like oh yeah you know I can't go to the gym that sucks might as well just sit home and, and get a pizza well it's like no you know like I I would just run all the time, like I like, I preferred to run. I came to a point where I like preferred to like run in the rain or in thunderstorms or whatever. It's like, why? Because nobody's out there doing it, you know. So it's like, it, it has to pay off at some point, you know. It, it it was an opportunity, and 
in even if it was just a like a stupid thing like that like it was it was a mental opportunity for myself you know to be like well i can handle this when nobody else is handling it so what else can i handle kind of thing yeah and i think sometimes you know some of the you know bad things that happen to us or things that people look at as you know um unfortunate um you know you can find something to take out of that and use it you know to help fuel you and use it to um go somewhere and mm-hmm. do whatever it is that you're you're passionate about doing mm-hmm. yeah for sure i mean most of my analogies i realize are are pretty um like related to physical stuff but i mean the same could be true of I guess anything in life, you know, like even the harder things, you know, like I lost my job or I lost my house or whatever. It's like you you have to, you you just kind of have to retrain your brain to think of it in a different way, you know? Um, um, And one, one thing that I really got into that I kind of failed to mention, um, especially this past year has been like studying stoicism a lot. Um, so that, that has been like super helpful. And I guess, you know, a lot of people think, well, that sounds like pretty boring or whatever, but, um, it it definitely isn't. I mean, in a nutshell, I guess it can just be described as, um, you know, not, um, not just taking things at face value and and settling for them. It's, you know, things happen to you. It's, it's how you react. It's not those things that determine your happiness or, or anything like that. It's you, you know, it's, and, and, and it's your reaction to them. So, I mean, that's been huge in terms of, you know, setting up opportunities and, and, and just kind of seeing things differently. You know, it's like, I don't get as angry at anymore. I don't get as pissed off at things anymore. And that's, that's a relief. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, it's great that you mentioned that because I was going to actually ask you about that, but, uh, nice. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I was same way. Like, I don't know. I find all that stuff interesting and everyone else is like, that's boring. Like, but I, I don't know. It's just, it's real. It's, I don't know. It's honest. It's, it's raw. It's what it is. Like, I don't know. And yeah. these things can be applied to different scenarios in life. And I don't know. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever, um, do you listen to any podcasts or have you read anything about, like, Stoicism? I follow a few pages, but I haven't, um, like, watched anything on it. Yeah, um, I definitely recommend The Daily Stoic with, uh, Ryan Holiday. Super cool. Um, I listen to it literally every single day on my ride to work, because they're short. They're, like, you know, five to eight minutes long or whatever. And then, like, once a week, there's a cool interview with somebody somewhat famous, but, um, yeah, that's a good place to start. And all of his books are, uh, um, they were super helpful for me, especially, um, the obstacles, the way is a good one. And, um, stillness is the key. Ego is the enemy. Um, but it's super, super smart, insightful guy. So highly recommend check them out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, so throughout this journey and just in your life, um, is there anyone that just, it could be somebody you've met, somebody you haven't, um, 
that inspires you to keep going, to do more, to be the person that you are? Oh, there's lots. Um, I actually wrote up a list and I recommend it to clients to write up a list um, of those people who've inspired them. And they, they can be as, you know, stupid as like Rocky from the movie <laughs> because he, he's on my list. But um, I mean, anything helps, right? I mean, yeah. so yeah, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of people, I mean, and it, it ranges from, um, you know, authors like Hemingway is, is a big one for me. Um, fitness guys like C.T. Fletcher, David Goggins, you know, th- those are all big ones for me. Um, uh, who else? Um, it, it, fictional characters like Rocky, you know, that's a, that's a good one. Um, um, and then obviously... I, I mean, my wife is a pretty big one for me. Um, she inspires and pushes me every day, so she's probably top of the list. Um, no, but there's, there's, there's a ton. Jordan Peterson, he's a big one. Tim Ferriss. Um, even, like, people from, like, metal bands, you know. Randy Black from Lamb of God, he, he's, he's pretty... He's pretty inspiring if you've ever read his book, you know. I mean, he, he went through certainly his amount of troubles. and I mean, any, anybody that can really overcome anything difficult or that was setting them back in their lives and, and, and change themselves, I mean, it could be the guy down the street. But if he did that, yeah, sure, he's an inspiration to me too, you know. So how do you feel about people in general when, let's say they did have a bad past, they did things, you know, they weren't proud of, whatever, but they have changed and they're a different person. But, you know, people want to look back and see, like, you know, point out things like, oh, you know, you were this person 10 years ago. Yeah. How do you feel about that kind of mentality? Uh, Kind of scared because I feel like I would be a person that would fit under that classification, you know, especially 10 years ago. There's a... a lot of stupid shit that I did, and I'm sure uh, a lot of people dislike me very much for it. I actually think about that a lot now. I mean, I know I can't change it, and it's, I mean, you shouldn't really regret too much of your past, I don't think. But uh, should I have done some things differently or treated some people differently? Yeah, for sure. Um, So I try not to be overly judgmental about people like that because I know that it is possible to change. I mean, I, I think I have done that. I don't think I'm a hundred percent there yet. Um, but I mean, I, I, I will keep going. It's just the people that are, I'm skeptical of are the people who, I mean, what, why are they changing? Do, do they have the right reasons for changing? You know, is it just because they, they want to look good, you know, so they just, you know, post a bunch of positive shit, uh, you know, the, the quotes and everything. Like, to some people that, like me, that, that means something, and I would share that kind of stuff because, like, I, I thought it was good and helpful, and I wanted it to help somebody, you know. But then there's other people who are like, well, I, you know, this, that, and the other, and it's like, well, are you really sincere in what you're doing? So, I mean, you just have to try to look 
look for the sincerity and the change. And I, I think if you, I think that's a pretty easy thing to see, honestly. You know, you can you can kind of read through people's bullshit, you know, if you try. <laughs> right. And it's, it's funny that you brought that up about the quotes and posting, you know, positive things. Because, you know, there are people that take it as like, oh, they must think blah, blah, blah. Or they're better yeah. than, you know, even in that way. And it's like, yeah. no. Or they're like, like, oh, look at this yeah, they're like, look at this born again guy or whatever. It's like, I remember getting hammered with him five years ago and like he did this and that. It's like, it can't be true. <laughs> it's like, yo, you know, life goes on, man. It is, you know, it is. So deal with it. <laughs> right. It's just crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm always here for the quotes. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> Me too. I'm a sucker for him. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I guess um, I apologize because I didn't. I haven't listened to all of your guys' podcasts yet. I have listened to some at work. Um, I was listening to the one about uh, what was it called? It was about um, this kind of ties into like the, the people changing and stuff, like the is it like the victim mentality type person. What yeah. was that? What was that yeah, I thought that one was pretty, pretty interesting. So, good job on that one. Thank you. Yeah. yeah um, and even I, that might even tie in with like the toxic people episode and. Yeah, oh, toxic people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, and sometimes it's like the things people say or do or whatever have nothing to actually do with you, and you know, it's their own growth and things they're going through that you know are just being projected onto you right and i think a, a lot of that is those people are playing the victim and you know they have that entitlement mindset and honestly i mean I, that's one part i can spill the beans about about my why is that um i i saw that kind of creeping into my own personality and um I saw that from other people that I was close to and I, I kind of wanted to be, I wanted to be the end of the road for that, so to speak, you know, um, uh, almost, uh, in doing so, like changing the course of my own family, you know what I mean? And I mean, I've been told it's a pretty lofty goal because it's almost like an overhaul of your personality, but, um, I felt it was necessary and that's that's kind of part of my why you know I don't want um, I don't want those behaviors instilled like in my son you know I don't I don't want him to see that because I don't that's like not a necessary thing to have so right and I think just like having negative people or toxic people around stuff like I don't know it makes and you're involved in it it kind of it's hard not to try it almost fall into that just because you're around them all the time mm-hmm. so I think when you do decide to like break that and be like you know that's enough I'm not following that direction or whatever you know it's it's not easy and you know you're used to certain things or people or whatever even if you know 
you've known them for X amount of time, you know, like if no. their behavior doesn't jive with yours, you know, at some point right. you gotta go, you know, what do I want? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it can be, it can be a little bit of a foreign, lonely road, I guess. But I mean, if, like, sincerity, you know, if, if, if you think that that's important and you're, you're sincere about it, I mean, I don't think it's a wrong thing to do. You know, I think it's a, a, a pretty aware thing to do, honestly. And I think a lot of people are, you know, scared to do that, too, just like anything else with growth, just because it is uncomfortable. And, you know, it would be like you said, sometimes it's lonely and, you know, and that's to be expected. I mean, you know, not everyone's going to follow that same path. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Crazy, crazy how things change and, and ebb and flow, I guess, over the course of even a short time, you know, five, ten years. It's, it's crazy what you can get sucked into, and it's crazy how much you can change, you know. It's kind of the choice is yours kind of thing. Yeah, and, you know, I think that about a lot of things, like, you know, even when somebody says this person's treating me bad or this person blah blah like at the end of the day you can choose to be around them or you know not be around them and have them in your life you know it's about how you want to feel at the end of the day yeah see stoicism (laughs) it's how you react right yeah yeah i totally agree with that now if only more people would figure that out I think <laughs> things would be a little bit easier. Yeah, I just, and that's funny that you, you know, mentioned that even just because um, we just had our nature versus nurture episode and we were talking about that too, even just how, you know, people are based on their environment, how people can change based on their, you know, what there is around them and everything. And, you know, mm-hmm. the choice is yours every day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, I mean, even if your environment doesn't necessarily, like your physical environment doesn't necessarily change all that much. I feel like that just by your outlook, um, you, you can change your, your mental landscape kind of, you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. I, I forgot who I was listening to, but they're like, um, um, it, maybe it was Jordan Peterson where he's like, you know, I was at a restaurant and some, some bus boy came up to me or whatever. And he's like, man, I'm, I really enjoy your stuff. You know, I'm, um, I really feel like I'm doing well, you know, I'm a bus boy now and this and that. And, and he's like, well, some people would think, well, you're just a bus boy. Like, what is that? You know, it's like, but, but you don't know, you know, he might've been homeless six months ago. And then he might have moved to, uh, you know, taking out the garbage one night a week. And now he's set himself up to, you know, actually work inside of a restaurant, be a busboy. And it's like, as long as your aim and your trajectory is in a, a positive, you know, it's, it's aligned, you know, positively and, and upward. I mean, who's to say that that isn't a good position for him? And, and it's it's not a, a permanent position either, you as long as you have that and, and your, I guess your mental landscape is, you know, 
has a positive trajectory, then I think I think that's kind of all you really need to succeed. You just need to have the discipline to follow that trajectory. Yeah, and I've seen people do that too, just in you know, out in public, whatever. And I don't know, like I think people put too much of their opinion, or I guess like how they would do certain things or look at things, you know, into other people's lives or whatever. And just because, you know, that's not your path doesn't mean that that's not good for this guy, you know, working at a restaurant, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I think those people that, you know, talk negatively or, you know, don't understand, you know, like why you'd be happy to work at a restaurant, you know, probably aren't worth your time anyway. No, definitely not. I mean, I think they focus more on, they just, they just seek out things that make them pissed off or sad or unhappy, you know? I mean, it's, it's almost like second nature at that point, and it's kind of sad. So how do you feel about, like, law of attraction? Do you think that plays any role in things? Um, I, I don't know. I've never really, like, I, I get it. Um, I've never really, like, gotten to the point of being, like, that interested in it, though, right? I mean, isn't that, like, what's that thing, the secret or whatever? Is that yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, it's it's good and all. Um, it, it's If anything, I think it's... I don't know. I would think that that type of mindset is a, almost like a starting point um, in the sense that, you know, it's like, well, if, if you believe it, you can achieve it kind of thing. It's like, well, it's not necessarily true because, like, you forget the important part. It's like you have to work. Like, the action part, I think, is more important. I mean, it's good to, to get yourself mentally positive, like, like a positive alignment mentally, but to completely fall, I think you're kind of shortchanging yourself and you're kind of skipping out on the most important part. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, just thinking positively and thinking that something good will happen to you won't necessarily make it so. Right. Um, no, I just, I, it made me think of that because of what you had said about, you know, if somebody's always looking for something to be sad about or angry about or whatever. And, uh, you know, with law of attraction, you know, thoughts become things. And if you're always thinking about, like, negative stuff or whatever, you're going to see it more because that's, you know, what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would I would agree with that. I think it works. It seems to work a little bit better for the negative stuff. You know, like, the negative stuff really sticks, I think. A little bit more than the positive stuff, but I mean, to, to an extent, I, I think that that is true. Um, I mean, you do have to align yourself, you know, to whatever direction you want to go positively or negatively. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but I mean, once you do, I mean, yeah, you, you kind of, it's just another way of kind of taking aim at something, I think. So how big do you think it is for people to, like, manage their emotions and things when growing, like, not being reactive? 
Um, at first, I would have said not that important, but now I think it's pretty. I think it's quite important, actually. Um, I think um, a lot of times, especially when I was, you know, younger, or even just starting off on my own journey, I guess, of becoming better. Um, I, that was one thing that looking back, it was, is a pretty big detriment, you know, like to get angry. So something or to get really frustrated right off the bat, you know? Um, and, and I would tell myself too, then it's like, well, like if you're not, if you don't have a lot of emotion about it, then maybe you're not passionate about it or something, you know? And that's not necessarily true. I mean, like you need to learn how to really like harness your emotions and use them for, for like the best possible way, you know, best possible cause that you can find for them. You know, it doesn't mean like just because you don't like fly off the handle when somebody cuts you off, it's not like you don't care that he put your life in danger. You know, it's like, like think it through first, you know, and, and figure out how you are going to react to it to make it a better situation. So now I, I think it's, I think it's definitely, it's crazy with like five or ten seconds of you know thinking about something before you do it you know actually helps yeah or saying <laughs> right yeah for sure and delivery too is just key because like if you're talking to somebody and you want them to do something for you or something and you come off like angry and rude do you think they're gonna do it for you right exactly change that I've made is like I guess I kind of figured out about myself um, I was I don't know I guess pretty mad or angry about something I still don't know all of what is about I know some of it but it's like I would just I would just use that and for no reason really it's like this useless directionless anger is just it, it was a big personal detriment of mine and I think I've kind of fixed patched that part up and it just seems, it just things just seem a lot better now, you know, like recognizing that and, and fixing it. And I think even Nicole had mentioned it in one of our past episodes, just, you know, the negative effects stress has on you as a person, just, you know, um, you know, illnesses all the time or, you know, not feeling good or being sluggish or, you know, having all these issues over being angry or stressed out and for what? But then again, it's like, it's kind of like we said, like, what, what can you get from those things? You know, like that, if that's your struggle, then that's your struggle. I mean, you're, you're a pretty perfect example of that, right? I mean, you had a lot of health issues and, and you could have easily thrown in the towel and said, well, this isn't fair. Why is this happening to me over but um, I don't think you did because you're sitting here right now, you know? So it's just like, you know, this is, it sucks. It's, it's a really hard thing to do, especially when, and I'm sure you know, especially when you're, you know, physically ill or sick or whatever. Yeah, it is, but you know, just because. You rise above yeah. it, I don't think you were better because of it. Yeah, and I think sometimes, like I said, you know, earlier, going through, 
tough times or stuff that is uncomfortable, you know, is sometimes the best thing that could happen to you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was asking uh, if there were any, besides the Stoic um, readings and podcasts, if there was um, any other like books or things that you've read that have motivated you that you thought maybe would motivate someone else? Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Actually, reading is one of the, probably the biggest things that got me into one, wanting to change, even more than, like, it, it probably started before the physical stuff. Um, but, yeah, there's a ton. Let's see. Obviously, Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me, is a good one. Um, probably my favorite book of all time, The Old Man and the Sea. I recommend that. Um, all the ones that I previously said, the Ryan Holiday books, those are all awesome. Um, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. Um, Jocko Willink, he did a book called Extreme Ownership, and he's got a lot of books. They're actually all really good. Man's Search for Meaning. That's a really good one by Viktor Frankl. He was uh, in the Holocaust in a concentration camp. So it's basically just about not letting the circumstances you're in dictate your, your happiness or how you live. Um, then there's a book that was really good. Um, he was the uh, trainer for Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. It's actually called Relentless. So that was a big one for me. Um, 
just, I don't know. I mean, I, what do they say? Comparison is the thief of joy, right? I mean, so the only person you really have to worry about is the person who you see in the mirror. You know, don't be afraid of, of getting out there or looking stupid or sweating too much or, you know, breathing hard or, you know, anything like that. Going to a gym that you're not comfortable and it's like just get up and do it. Get uncomfortable or get comfortable being uncomfortable. And um, don't, don't worry about anybody else because chances are half the people around you don't know what the hell they're doing anyways. So... Um, I would say that's a big one and just, um, figure out your why, you know, because once, once the initial, um, you know, craziness of it all kind of fades and it's time to settle into a routine and and dig in, that's going to be the thing that pushes you the most. I'd say those, those are kind of the, the big three for me anyways. So do you want to uh, say the name of your Instagram account so people can follow, maybe get some uh, fitness uh, in with you? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Relentless Fitness MKE is um, where I'm at on Instagram. It's still in its kind of uh, early stages. So sorry, there's not a whole lot of content. I will be starting a Facebook page and hopefully a website in the very near future. I actually had a pretty crazy day today. I went and got like a bunch of pictures and stuff taken for all the socials and websites. So yeah, that was another uncomfortable thing because I don't really like having (laughs) my pictures taken, but for a good cause and all. Um, But yeah, we'll have a website soon. Facebook will be even sooner and then so far it's just the Instagram stuff at the moment but taking clients <laughs> yeah give Ryan a follow if you're looking for fitness advice or just like what he posts because I like what he posts <laughs> thank you <laughs> alrighty well it was nice chatting with you and for sure this is Ryan is our um second guest now um and hopefully he comes back (laughs) yeah for sure just let me know i'd be happy to come back i'm sure we'll have uh more just the second time around it won't be as awkward and i'll be a little bit better (laughs) right right and we'll have nicole too oh yes of course yeah we have so then we definitely have to do a second one yeah well thank you for being um our second guest right yeah no problem and um congrats on your whole podcast and everything. I'm, I'm glad you guys are doing it, and it's it's cool to see people who just do what they want to do. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, for sure. Alrighty, guys. Well, that was um, our episode with Ryan. Uh, sorry that you couldn't see it with Nicole. Um, we are going to have some more guests in the near future. Um, And if you haven't followed us on uh, Spotify, Anchor, and we are now on Apple Podcasts, which is exciting, um, go ahead and do that um, so we know you're listening. Um, And until next time, have courage to grow through life and not just go through life. Bye, guys. Mm -hmm.